0: Welcome to the Health Detective Podcast by FDM Thrive. We interview people who have dealt with the trickiest of health challenges, but eventually learn to get well and stay well naturally.
1: Now it's time to hear from one of our detectives and learn how another health issue has been solved. We hope you enjoy the show. What I remember is that we have always been really active in volunteer work and in business together. And little by little, we saw that mom was declining. She wasn't feeling good. She had chronic fatigue. She had pain in her whole body. And we said, what's happening with mom? And from a super active mom, Evan, literally she was in bed for I would say a year to almost two years with no energy.
0: Hey, what's going on folks? And welcome back to another episode of the Health Detective Podcast by FDN Thrive. My name is Evan Transu, AKA Detective Ev, and I will be your host for today's show. Okay, before we get into anything with today's episode or the topic at hand, I will preface by saying we believe in an overall holistic lifestyle. We certainly do not promote one-size-fits-all things or just one particular supplement or one particular uh, nutrient. We're not really into that. We don't believe in that. However, one of the things that happens all too often in the conventional space, I'll refer to it as, are these very invalidating experiences where people come in and say either something is working or something is not working, and they are told it is in their head, or that what they're saying can't be true, whatever it might be, perhaps you've gone through something like that either directly or indirectly. Directly meaning with your own health challenges. Indirectly perhaps meaning with someone in your life. I know I've dealt with that both directly and indirectly many times. So, even though today kind of goes against that first rule of promoting this idea of one supplement or one nutrient there's also that very important second rule that we don't want to invalidate someone's story and i cannot listen to someone like this and what he had to say today and be left saying oh well you know we can't share that because it's just promoting one kind of thing i don't really care you need to be a detective yourself that's itself that's the whole point of the podcast right is that you start thinking like a health detective You need to have that 30,000-foot view, but it is still useful for you nonetheless to hear about the benefits of this particular nutrient and I think to hear as well what this did for our guest's mom. Now, this guy, you heard recently, Xavi D., if you listen to this frequently, he took the cake as the youngest guest, especially youngest male guest, and now this guy just took his cake pretty quickly afterwards too. He stole it very shortly afterwards. (laughs) His name is Giancarlo Torres, I tried to do a little roll R there type of thing. I couldn't do it. I'm sorry, Giancarlo. And he did say that we can call him Gianco, though, for the sake of the podcast. And anyone who is his friend calls him Gianco. But in his bio, he's already referring to us as his friend. So I'm guessing that's something a lot of people get the privilege of saying. (laughs) But what's cool about this guy is it's not like he has some crazy extensive background. I mean, he's 23. However, he got into an entrepreneurial space at 19. He's been able to do over $1 million in annual sales now with his company, and I just thought that was absolutely incredible. And his company is all centered around, basically, around this one product called Immunicol. And it is, well, I'll save it for the podcast, but more or less, this is something that gives you the right ingredients so that you may produce proper amounts of glutathione. And what really motivated him was that this product helped his mom get out of bed, and what we're referring to is what you heard in that excerpt in the beginning, and that's why he became so passionate about it. That's how he started, with excitement, fear, and a credit card to start his business, he said. (laughs) So I thought that was pretty cool. I related to this guy in a few ways. One of the primary ones being, I mean, he didn't necessarily deal with a series of his own health issues, however... I love how much his work is influenced by the family things that went on. I don't think I ever realized until I got older how much that was playing a role in my actions and what I wanted to do. And it's a beautiful thing in a way, but it's a sad thing too. And so for this family to be able to come out on the other side of this and for Gianco and his mom now to be able to work together... It creates a passion and a gratitude that is very hard to fake, and what is so cool is you will be able to hear that passion and gratitude in every single word that Gianco shares with us today, because this guy can just light up a room, I'm sure. I didn't even get him on video. It was an audio-only podcast this time, but... I would love to see this guy speak in person he brings the energy so I hope that you enjoy this I hope that you're able to look at it still from that 30,000 foot view and remember okay this might be an important part of your healing journey but remember you're probably going to need to think like a detective and look at some other parts as well but if this can even help you five percent fantastic we're glad that we shared it so without further ado let's get to the episode All right. Hello, my friend. Thanks so much for being here with us today. No, thank you, Evan. I am super happy to be with you and your audience. I'm very excited, guys. This is a little bit different, and only different in the sense of occasionally we get someone on where it wasn't really their own health issues that were the huge problem. So, you guys heard me read the bio. You might have already noticed that that was a little bit different than we normally do. Uh, but what I love about this guy when I was reading about him is just the entrepreneurial a- uh, aspect. I've always had that side of me. Um, in seventh grade, I was the dude, you know, buying the three packs of five gum and then selling them for a dollar each. I made a whopping four. $45, but you know, it's a mindset thing, man. It's just, it's cool. So I love anyone that can come in uh, and do something good with it because. Oh my gosh, how often and how stupid is it that, you know, people that are like making money or, or doing something with their lives, it's like, oh, they're doing it in a bad way. It's like, guys, that is like a 1% thing of people, you know, like most entrepreneurs are some of the best people you're ever gonna meet. They give more than any of us give, to be dead honest. Um, so I'm really excited to talk to you today, man. And I we normally start this podcast off with talking about what health issue or issues the individual may have dealt with. So since I already have this back background and know it's about your mom let's uh let's talk a little bit about your mom what is she like and what were some of the things that she dealt with
1: yeah you know it's uh it's interesting story because my mother she is a almost 20 year old breast cancer survivor okay uh she was diagnosed with cancer in the same month of 9-11 and not only does this happen but they also tell that she's pregnant on my little brother Diego so it was stage three breast cancer plus pregnancy just imagine that. Okay, and that was the beginning of us really looking into nutrition in general and using complementary medicine, right? You know, using both conventional and unconventional, um, treatments to treat her cancer. So, after a year or so, my little brother's born. She's into remission, and I would say a good thirteen years later or fifteen years later—I can't recall exactly—she gets ill again, Evan. But this time, it was interesting because we didn't know what she had. Mm -hmm. Okay? Uh, What I remember is that we have always been really active in volunteer work and in business together. And little by little, we saw that mom was declining. She wasn't feeling good. She had chronic fatigue. She had pain in her whole body. And we said, what's happening with mom? And from a super active mom, Evan, literally she was in bed for i would say a year to almost 2 years with no energy now why is this a particularly bad situation well first of all obviously being in bed is never fun especially when you have such an active life but it's interesting because when you ask my parents till this day that situation at times was as dark or even worse than when she had cancer i'm going to tell i'm going to say why because with cancer, we had clarity. We had clarity on what she had. In this case, for almost two years, we had no idea what she had because doctors couldn't find what she had. So this was part of, I think, our sickness, I would say, and her illness, because we couldn't find what she had until we found out that it was lupus, which once we found out it was lupus, of course, we're not excited that she has an autoimmune condition, but at least we're okay at least we know it's an autoimmune condition now what to do later is also part of the story but it took us a, a good two years you know we would go to conventional doctors they they would say that it was all psychological it was all mental um and then when we, we would go to some natural doctors we just felt that we were spending 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 money on treatments and supplements and we didn't see honestly any benefit to her so we were like this for a good two years. Um, Evan.
0: I think it's pretty obvious already, then, to our listeners, you know, why we're having you on the show today, because this is the story that millions of people know this. All too well in their own way. But the problem is there's hundreds of millions and billions of people, not hundreds of billions, I understand that, but you know what I mean? Hundreds of millions of people in the country, billions of people in the world. And within those numbers, there are a majority that actually don't know what this is like to watch someone or experience it yourself where you are sick and you don't have answers as to why. Guys, This is scary stuff. I mean, I love that comparison that you made because you're someone that can talk about this. You have cancer. You have a diagnosis of cancer and you have this. And this second thing can actually be more scary and intimidating in its own right because of the uncertainty around it. I think there is nothing better to describe to people what this is like. And um, my friend, I love that you know, there's such an obvious passion in your voice, but also for your mom, because that's what happened um, to me. You know, I had a lot of health issues myself, don't get me wrong, but I watched my mom for years, not even get a diagnosis. We didn't know what was going on with her. And I find out as an adult now, the amount of stuff, not for a bad reason, but you know, the amount of stuff that my dad and mom hid from me. Well, I mean, I guess it was bad in a sense, just because they didn't want my sister and I to see what was truly going on. Um, one of the scariest ones was my mom would wake up so stiff and in so much pain that my dad had to bring her. I mean, this is a 40-something-year-old woman. Yep. had to bring her out of the bed and kind of force her upright so that she could start walking for the day. And that, if that ain't bad enough, how bad is it when you don't know what that is? So I'm so sorry that you guys experienced that as well. But thank you for coming on and just – already getting into what matters here because more people need to understand that, listen, hey, people deal with this stuff and and there are answers. I mean, we can get this stuff figured out. So, I mean, what the heck were you guys even doing to start getting the needle moving here um, to get your mom in the right direction eventually?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, and, and do you mean right after we find out?
0: yeah i'll put it that way yeah like i guess to word it better is like obviously this is not a good situation so how do we start moving in the upward trajectory like when do we stop
1: going downhill and we start making a little bit of progress back up Mm -hmm. well you know it all starts with mindset and i'm gonna explain why we were so frustrated and sad because of our situation that we had developed the attitude that I've tried everything, so nothing else is gonna work for me. And once you have that type of mindset, you're not gonna get better. So we had to work on that first. And it's, it's interesting, of course, we'll dive in more on this topic, but there was this one day that my dad was gonna give a talk on a topic and uh, afterwards they had invited him to eat. And he told my mom, hey, look, it's been a while that you don't join me because you're ill. What if you can come with me this time? And she said yes and went. And uh, we went to eat. And while eating, someone tells us about a particular nutrient, a product from Canada. And we had this "I've tried everything" type thing, type mentality. And l- later we realized, you know what? It's it's okay to doubt. Ah, uh, but it's not okay to not investigate and have an op- a closed mind because a closed mind is very expensive. It's it's very bad. So we had to develop this open mind uh, because it was the only way that we would get better. And this, this is my message for everybody that that is listening. If you're going through an illness or you're going through a problem, but it, you know, in this case, it's about health. It's possible that you've developed also this mindset. And I think it's normal, especially when you are a creative person, you're trying, you're open, and you don't see results. It's very normal to go through this, I've tried everything, nothing's going to work for me. Now, even though I understand, I also will tell you that you have to change that mindset. Because if you change that mindset, I'm positive, I'm hundred percent convinced that you will find your answer. And that was us. Uh, so, I would say one of the worst moments, Evan, in this in these two years, I would say uh, that she was going through this was that there were times that she thought that she was getting a heart attack, and she was getting an or a stroke. And so I remember I'm a one night, I'm sleeping, dad wakes me up and says, look, I think your mom is having a stroke. I'm gonna take her to the hospital. And once you get those news, now you don't wanna sleep, right? And they go, they come back, wake up. And I said, what happened? They said, well, doctors check her blood. They say that she's fine. And that it's probably just mental, literally. And I would love to tell you, Evan, and for everybody that's listening, that those were good news for me and for us. But those are one of the worst news we could ever get. why? Because we go back to what I said in the beginning: clarity. We had no clarity yet. Now she feels that she's gonna get a stroke. Yet yeah, doctors said that she's okay. So I would say, Evan, that was probably the worst moment. Um, there are a couple of, of really bad moments. And actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna mention another one went to a natural doctor in California and um, he was a good doctor and he was doing some treatments to her. And I don't know what happened with some of those treatments or just her reaction that we were literally, I remember this, like it for yesterday, we were in San Diego. we were on our way to visit some friends and she got so ill that I think that she felt that she was dying. And I remember that we go to our friend's house and I feel bad, you know, um, I feel bad for our friend honestly, because we had not seen them in years. And she goes to the house and she's just basically, you know, like laying in bed. I'm laying the sofa. We have to go to the supermarket, buy some stuff for her stomach and everything. And I, I remember the, the only thing I, I, I felt that day was stress and sadness. Because it was like, will mom ever get better? Will she will she get better any day? And I remember I think that day I we all doubted. Like, I felt like she was going to be like this the rest of her life. You know, and and it was sad because, I you know I remember again you know for for a long time you know whenever we would eat in a restaurant we couldn't take mom she was ill we couldn't go to movies with her we couldn't go shopping with her we couldn't travel with her because she was always ill and the only thing you get by from this is sadness sadness from the family's part sadness from the person um situation and I I think really that despite Us trying to develop this open mind, we thought for a moment that she was never going to get better. So, those are just a few stories that I can give you are our worst. And then, you know, because of the mindset, also our best in the sense that we had to um, develop this mentality. Wow.
0: Okay. What were you doing in life, like career wise, before you got into the health space? Because, again, you know, people kind of heard already that. Obviously, you know, you developed this passion and were able to start something and make something really great out of this. But I'm curious, were you in the
1: health space at all or was this a total career change for you? I wasn't. I wasn't. You know, it was, uh, you know, I was I always say that I was always very entrepreneurial. I'm an Evan since I'm little. Now, I wasn't like you, right? You know, selling products and things, you know, when I was like 10 years old, I, I, I wasn't like that. Um, because probably I lacked courage and I had to develop that. Um, a courage and a lot has to do with us doing a lot of volunteer work. Um, you know, because once you're doing volunteer work, you, you have to be with a lot of people, right. And you have to talk to people. So I feel like once I started doing that one, when I was 12, I started to develop this courage, but even though, again, I always had the idea and the obsession that, Hey, you know, I want to become an entrepreneur. I want to help a lot of people. I want to have a product or products that I could sell and help millions of people literally, but I never knew how to start. So I remember once I graduate, um, there were obviously, you know, a lot of career options. People would say, hey, do this, do that. You know, we think that you would do good here. And I had some plans, you know, to work at retail. For example, work at the Apple store. You know, like um, I was like Apple. So I said, hey, you know, I'm going to me start there. Probably kind of rank up in corporate, be retail manager, whatever. Or maybe study something, you know, with technology. And then I remember talking to my dad. And my dad was like, you know, I, I, I think you would be a great entrepreneur. I think you should study something with business, like business administration. That really attracted me. But honestly, what, what I wanted to do, Evan, is I just wanted to get to work. You know, like I wanted to learn by working and failing because this for me has always been the best education. Um, so in, in this process, I'm kind of like just doing a lot of gigs, right? You know, I'm, you know, I was a waiter for a month, I worked construction. Um, you know, I did a lot of things for, I would say, a good year or so. And because of my mom's situation, funny enough, is how I found what I'm doing now. And it's just because that day when that person says, hey, there's a nutrient from Canada, I think it'll help you from that day forward. um, And actually, I'll just give the story, Evan. Please, yes. What I remember is that we investigated about this product and we liked what we saw. We were in a horrible financial situation, but we said, hey, let's find a way. And actually, grandma... And I don't see the story enough, but grandma was actually the one who bought us the product because we were so broke, okay? Because we were spending so much. And obviously I wasn't working. Like I probably had 50 bucks on my name, literally. Uh, and I remember we got her the product, a week passes by, this feels like yesterday, Evan and for everybody that is listening. This was when we used to live in Jacksonville, Florida. Now we're, we're in Atlanta, Georgia. And I remember I, I wake up a Sunday morning and I see her cleaning and reorganizing the kitchen. I said, hmm, mama has energy. And five minutes, Later, She says, you know, I wanna go walk at the beach guys. And I was like, what happened to mom? Dad said the same thing, my little brother said the same thing. And we went to walk at the beach and she, she, she had energy. It's not like she was completely fine, but she had energy. So being that she had not had for two years. And I said, mom, what happened? She puts the box in front of me, the product. She said, what's this stuff? And I was intrigued. And since I've always cared about my health, I said, well, can I consume this? She says, well, it looks like it because it looks like it's really good for maintenance, for health maintenance, especially for your immune system. And I said, okay. So I started consuming the product, my dad, my little brother. We told my sister, my brother-in-law, they started on it. My grandparents, my great-grandparents, my aunts. I mean, literally everybody in our circle of influence, Evan, was on the product because of mom's story. So I'm not thinking anything entrepreneurs with this product, obviously. I'm just thinking this product helped my mom get get out of bed. That, that's all I'm thinking of. it. And I remember someone calls me and says, hey, look, we see that uh, you're a customer. And I said, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a raving fan customer. I'm, you know, we're obsessed with this product because... My mom has life now. They said, well, they said, you know, are are you an entrepreneur? And I said, well, yeah, absolutely. They said, well, they said, you know, you should at least understand this product more and the science. And for this reason, there's one of the top immune experts in literally in the whole world is going to go to Jacksonville and he's going to give a seminar on it. And I said, okay. And I remember I went to the seminar, learned the science, learned everything. And I said, oh my goodness, this is what I've been looking for my whole life. Remember, I look at my mom, and we look at each other, and we said, okay. And together, with my dad, who, who's always supporting me in anything I do, he also tells me, he says, you know what, I think I think this is what you're looking for. It's health and business. And I said, you know what, yeah. And since making that decision, Evan, we've been able to help more than 5,000 people. Um, we're helping, you know, like more people um, every day. And it was because of a bad situation that we learned. We because of because of a bad situation, we saw a product that helped her, and because of what we understood about the product, we understood. Hey, if this helped her, we understand the signs. We we can help a lot more people. So, yeah, um, that's uh, <laughs> that's the answer to your question.
0: There is nothing cooler because I, I definitely get this in concept in terms of having this entrepreneurial spirit. Regardless, who cares what age? You know, we each had that. It's not important. The fact is, you had this present, but it was ending up being uh, used to do something really important too. And not that there's anything wrong with just starting a, a local business that maybe yeah. doesn't have any personal meaning to you. I mean, we need people to do that. But when you can mix that fire that only entrepreneurs have with a passion of caring, because I look at my life and I'm like, you know what, man, if I never had health issues straight up, I would have been like a lawyer. I would have gotten into real estate. Nothing wrong with those things, but that's what I would have chose. Absolutely. Absolutely. And- it's like, instead, this chose me. It said, no, 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 you can do that entrepreneur thing, man, but you're going to come this way. (laughs) This is what you're going to do. And so I think this is amazing. And I know the audience is going to kill me because I should have asked it last time. What the heck is this nutrient? What did you find out about it? I mean, you got to tell us about this thing and how it helps the body.
1: Yeah. And and you know, Evan, before I get to that point, you're 100% right when you say that if you would have never been ill or someone in your family... Um, you would have never been in this space because I think about that. You know, I, I tell, I tell my parents and my family, you know, it's interesting if it weren't because of our health issues, we we would have never had so much knowledge in our health and on the health span of supplements and treatments. And we would have not had the opportunity to help so many people. So again, it's interesting how because of bad situations, if you let it shape you, you can help so many people. So with that in mind, Evan, let me, for you and for the audience, let me tell you the story about this nutrient, okay? Over 40 years ago, there was an Italian scientist called Dr. Gustavo Bunos, together with Dr. Patricia Conkström. These, Dr. Conkström is still alive. Dr. Bunos passed away uh, a couple years ago. But in the 80s, these were literally the most prominent immunologists in the whole world in Montreal, Canada, okay? So prominent, especially Dr. Bunos, that they would literally pay him to investigate. So, as a scientist, He wanted to investigate about proteins. And he was intrigued about proteins because his mother had died of cancer. And he saw with his mother and with a lot of cancer patients that at the end of their lives, they will lose a lot of weight because the body will start to eat itself. So he said, you know what, what if I find a protein that can prevent this? And, you know, scientists are all about curiosity. That's other scientist. So he started a study on proteins. And a lot of universities would literally send him checks together with the protein. They say, hey, test it on mice. He says, cool, definitely. So he starts to test all these proteins from different universities, different companies, and all this. He's testing on mice. He's seeing the reaction. Okay. And there's this one particular company from Switzerland, a cheese company, that says, hey, look, there's this a protein. We never use it. Um, We actually just throw it away. But we're just trying to see if it has any value. Um, and we're sending this to you. Try it in mice. See if, if it's good. He says, okay. And he tries it on mice. And he sees that the immune system skyrockets. He says, hmm, interesting. This protein has been doing something that the other proteins have not been doing. He tries it on other mice. Immune response, phenomenal. Hmm. He tries it on sick, uh, on sick mice. Sick mice start to get better. He sees that the immune system starts to regulate and fix everything. He sees the detoxification. Amazing. He's he's intrigued, as you can imagine. He says, interesting. He starts to test it in humans. Sees the same response. And now he's really intrigued. He says, what does this protein have that's giving this amazing immune response? So he's sitting down. He's drinking coffee, and he says, what is this protein doing? And one of his colleagues, Dr. Wolf Troga, says, Hey, Dr. Bunos, what if this protein is raising something called glutathione? He says, glutathione, maybe that's what it's doing. So he started investigating about glutathione. Now, it turns out this protein was raising glutathione inside the whole body. Now, there's two things that he has to investigate. What nutrients did this protein have that was raising glutathione inside the body? And what really glutathione did? So, he found out that this protein has something called bonded cysteine. Bonded cysteine is two amino acids bonded together cysteine and cysteine. For whoever drinks or consumes proteins and buys proteins, you usually see that proteins either have cysteine or cysteine. They usually don't have both. And when they do have both, they're separate, they're not bonded. Now, for you to raise glutathione, in which I'll talk about glutathione in a second, inside your body, It has to be in a form like bonded cysteine. Both cysteine and cysteine, two amino acids, they bond together. It goes directly to the digestive tract. Your cells make glutathione in the whole body. So he found that this protein had bonded cysteine. How does this work? Well, it turns out that when you get raw cow's milk, okay, from grass-fed cows, from healthy cows, and you take out the lactose, you take out the casein, you take out the fat, everything. The only thing you leave is this protein. It has this bonded cysteine. And then he was comparing this with other proteins. It turns out that one of the best sources of bonded cysteine, guess what? It's mother's milk. So he was comparing this protein with mother's milk, and it turns out that they're both almost identical. So he was like, wait a second. I basically found mother's milk, but for everybody, because it has the same bonded cysteine as mother's milk, so all of our bodies make glutathione. So after years of investigation, they actually wanted to make this product a pharmaceutical in the beginning. And it just didn't work out with the pharmaceuticals. And actually, I'm thrilled, and we're all thrilled that they didn't because the markup was going to be crazy high. But that's another podcast, right? But in, in the end, they he partnered with some entrepreneurs in Canada and they decided to make a way that everybody can consume it. And now we're in more than 12 countries and I'm grateful to be one of the entrepreneurs helping people with this product. Now, I know a, a lot of, You, I know you, Evan. I know that the audience is asking, okay, what's the product name? What is glutathione? Well, the product is called Immunocal and Immunocal Platinum. There's two versions. They both have the same amount of this bonded cysteine, nine grams of it. The platinum is just our most advanced version because in 2008, Dr. Wolf Droga, he added two extra ingredients. He added some creatine, some minerals. Okay, so it's just a more advanced version. Now, they both raise glutathione. Now, what is glutathione? And I know a lot of you, Know about glutathione, and and, they, and, I, and I know a lot of you know about glutathione because of the pandemic. So, glutathione is something we all have. Heaven has it. I have it. All of you listening have it. If you, if you guys didn't have it, you guys wouldn't be alive. Okay? Every living creature has glutathione. Now, because of a lot of factors of our lives, Recently, our, it's becoming hard for our bodies to raise glutathione. And one reason is because our, nutri- our, our, our foods don't have bondage cysteine. Okay, It's in very few sources, and the few sources that there is some cysteine, it's very hard to your body to get it and make it. So it's very hard for us to even make glutathione. Now, glutathione has more than 150,000 articles. Okay? Just go to PubMed, and you read everything about glutathione in every single condition. Now, the best way to explain is this. There's over 4,000 antioxidants. Let's talk about the most popular one, vitamin C. Vitamin C, vitamin E, vitamin D. Whenever, whenever, you know, we're feeling that we're getting a cold, what do we do? We go to Walmart, we go to Walgreens, and we buy some vitamin C. We feel better. Vitamin D, vitamin E. Probably most of you are also consuming those antioxidants. Congratulations, okay? Because what do antioxidants do? They keep you from not aging as fast as you could be aging. Why? Because antioxidants protect and maintain the immune system. That's why whenever you consume antioxidants, you feel better because it literally feeds your immune system. Now, of all the 4,000 antioxidants, scientifically, glutathione is the most important one. Why? Because glutathione is one of the few antioxidants that your own cells make. For example, your body doesn't make vitamin C. You have to consume it. In this case, you don't eat glutathione. You feed your body with bonded cysteine so your own cells make it. Okay, so you can't feed yourself really with glutathione. So once you start feeding your whole body with glutathione, guess what? Glutathione starts to recycle and recharge all of the other 4,000 um, antioxidants. So since this the most important antioxidant, it recharges all of them. So what does this mean? If you're on a good diet, on a good treatment, conventional or unconventional, okay? You're on supplements, congratulations. But if you want the extra edge, the edge that's gonna make all the difference, start raising glutathione inside your whole body, and you see that everything else that you're doing will work 100 times better. Why? Because it's the master antioxidant. So once you have this master antioxidant and healthy levels inside your body, your immune system obviously is on top. Glutathione is literally food for the immune system. Your liver, and your your liver, your kidneys, your, and your lungs start to detoxify. Your body's uh, mitochondria is what gives energy starts to give you energy a lot better, and you start to age better. So that's just a little bit about glutathione and what my product does. Okay. Well, that's enough to get me excited. That's for sure. Um,
0: (laughs) I've heard a lot more about this. Like you said, during the pandemic, I actually, I knew a little bit about it before, but I never realized how many people were having issues producing this or getting enough, or um, I've, I've learned a lot about the genetic aspect of this as well. Like some people can be Um, you know, not producing this as much. And then not to mention, right, we're not eating the best diets as modern day humans. And so we might not even be able to create it, even if we had perfect genes. I've heard about people getting super expensive IV therapies for this stuff. I mean, there's just many ways to get it. So I love that this is a more practical uh, way of doing so. And just to be clear, I know that this was, you know, kind of alluded to already. Is your mom just in a
1: place where she's like
0: significantly better or completely better? I mean, it seems like this really changed her life.
1: She's significantly better. Uh, you know, just, just recently, she went to do a checkup in the doctor and and uh, the doctor says that her lupus was dormant. Wow. So, of course, I'm not saying this cured lupus, absolutely not. And, I understood. Uh, but yeah, you know, she, you know, we work together. She's working the whole day, literally. She eats well, she sleeps well, she laughs. Yeah, I mean, you know, this has, you know, I would say this has helped her health a good 80%. Wow. So she must be loving you.
0: Now, I know that um, you based on some of the stuff that I read in your bio, it seems like you guys have kind of teamed up together. And you maybe do some work together. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. All right. So what has that been like, man? Because I know uh, right now, by sheer coincidence, my mom and I, it's not like we're actually doing anything 100%, but as she's gotten healthier and been through her experiences, she's just opening up this whole whole new world for herself about who she can be and her impact that she can have. And it's such a beautiful thing to have someone that close to you that's passionate. So I can only imagine um, what it's like doing what you're doing now. I mean, how's that process been, even just from the emotional side? Like, how cool
1: has that been working with your mom? You know... It's interesting because I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. She's always been an entrepreneur. And yet we never thought that we'd work together. Just never. Um, and it just happened, right? And in the beginning, you know what they say about young people? Young people, they want to know how to run before they know how to walk. That was my problem as an entrepreneur. I wanted to learn how to run before I learned how to walk. She already knew because she's been an entrepreneur her whole life. So at the beginning, she was giving me all these tips. and. I was ignoring a lot of them, thinking that they were, you know, that they were not practical because I read this in a book, because I read this in a podcast. You know, like I, I did have some of this know-it-all attitude, but I learned by failing and failing forward that you can't have this know-it-all attitude, especially when you have no results. So whenever I thought I I was right, but I wasn't getting results, and I thought she was wrong, but she was getting results, I I, I had to stop and say, you know what? I have two options, Evan do I, either I'm right or I'm successful. I wanna be successful. She's being successful. I'm not being successful. Let me listen to her. And in that moment, everything changed, okay? I started to learn from her. I started to pause, learn from her, learn from her tactics, learn from her communication, learn from her empathy, learn from her work ethic. And then we also started to understand our roles in the business. There's things that she does really good in the business and there's things I do very well in the business. So we've learned how to respect our roles in the business and work it to its max. And because of that, we've developed a very strong seven-figure business. So, you know, it's been an amazing experience. Evan. It really has every day. It feels like a new day. We're always learning together in this journey. It, it's, it's, it's such a beautiful journey. I, I would never change it at all. And we're learning from each other every single day. And again, I think the best part with working with your mom is that you, you, you start to know your family better, you start to know her better and vice versa. And you start to learn, you know, you start to see the weaknesses even more, but you also start to see their strengths a lot more. So that's been a really beautiful part. And, you know, like this, you know, like the Bible says, you know, two is better than one, right? So we've definitely seen that in our experience. That's so cool, man. I
0: want to um, I want to make sure that we're getting to this next person. I'm going to transition a little bit because I, I love that there was this topic of, um, you know, complementary versus alternative medicine. Yes. And I don't even know that if I was given the chance, I could define those things well. So can we first, I'm going to have a second question for that, but can we kind of define the differences between those two things?
1: For sure. So usually when someone says alternative medicine, it means I'm not going to do conventional. I'm only going to do natural. And I, I obviously respect that. Okay. Just like if someone says, I only want to do conventional. Of course, I definitely respect that. Now, when in this process about learning about glutathione, um, th- there's a good friend of mine. His name is Dr. Jimmy Gumman And for the ones that don't know him, just research glutathione and Dr. Jimmy Gumman And you will see that he's considered the world-renowned expert on glutathione. So everything I know about glutathione is through him and another mentor of mine called Jim Spencer. But Dr. Jimmy Gumman is the one who knows most about this topic. And in his book, The Comprehensive Guide to Glutathine, he says in the end, he talks about this. He talks about alternative and complementary. And he says, "I, I, I disagree with alternative term. And he gives a reason why. Because alternative means no conventional, just natural. But complementary is when you use both conventional and natural to get the best results. Complementary also means that conventional doctors aren't your enemy, okay? Because of a lot of pharmaceuticals that we know that aren't good for you, obviously a lot of doctors are seen as the enemy. Now, obviously uh, a lot of doctors aren't great, just like a lot of natural doctors aren't great also. Uh, Um, let's be honest. But when you use the word complementary medicine, guess what? Your doctor will be happy with you, okay? You're not going to ignore completely conventional medicine because conventional medicine has its place. But you use natural as a priority so you have the greatest health. And then complementary medicine also doesn't apply to all natural medicine because guess what? Not all natural medicine combines with conventional medicine, which is why I'm so passionate about glutathione therapy through my product, Platinum. because Platinum, they're complementary. You see, they don't go against any conventional treatment or natural treatment. So, so guess what? Now I help someone. They have a condition or they want to be healthy, whatever. I get them on the product. They're raising glutathione. They're feeling good. And yeah, and, and, you know, and they always ask me, can I consume this with my pharmaceutical? And I, and I say, look, first of all, I'm not a doctor. First of all, I say, second of all, since I'm not a doctor, I, I can't tell you what to consume, what not to consume. I can only educate you so that you make your own decision. I say, now this is a compliment to your treatment. I say, you will see that by raising glutathione, your treatments will work better. And that, that, that always happens. They always, the, the treatment works better. And guess what? The doctor's happy with the patient and the doctor's happy with me. Why? Because I didn't take the doctor out of the picture. I put the doctor part of the picture so that they do their job as a doctor. So complementary is that. Complementary is not making anybody an enemy here. You know, how many doctors do we know conventional that don't like natural doctors? And how many natural doctors do we know that don't like conventional? Complementary destroys that. It combines the best of both worlds, the best of natural, and the best of conventional.
0: Okay, well, that's actually really good to know because, you know, again, I wouldn't really have ever thought about the definition. I hear alternative get thrown around so much. And I guess I got to be careful with that because... Quite frankly, we are about as complimentary as it gets. I mean, that's our philosophy here. I mean, we are, we say this all the time. It's like, it's weird because I say your definition, I'm just not using it properly because I'm always like, oh, it's alternative, it's alternative. It's like, no, we are all about using the best resources that the individual has to get them as well as possible. Right. And it's a shame to me that this whole, society and not i shouldn't say whole but a lot of society has ended up becoming this battle between functional and natural or functional yeah. and western and all this stuff and everyone gets and we do this too natural does it too we get our egos involved And I'm like, are you guys forgetting that there is a patient in front of you or a client in front of you that's very sick? And rather than have an ego battle, let's try to figure out what's working best for them and give them the healthy dose of both things so that they can get the best results rather than argue about who's right or who's wrong or whose system's like quackery or whatnot. Like it's just, it's so silly to me. And um, the truth is, yeah, if you get someone like your mom or my mom or myself, when they're really dealing with serious stuff. You're at some point in this healing journey, you're gonna need to know um, a little bit about uh, all the different systems, and you're probably gonna need some medication and you're probably gonna need some supplementation. You're definitely gonna need some lifestyle changes. That much I can guarantee. And so, let's focus on more of this. A truly holistic approach, in my opinion, is using the best of all the information that we have. So, um, I love that you brought that up. Okay. Obviously, over the last four years, you've been kind of pretty busy uh, doing quite a lot. I always love talking about like people's life journeys and things that they learned. I mean, what are some of the top things? Maybe just even in general. However, you want to answer this is fine. Uh, some of the things that you've learned over the last four years working with these scientists and doctors, and I mean, some pretty brilliant individuals. It sounds like.
1: You know it, it, it's been it's been incredible to work with these geniuses. Like I would say, because. When I get their knowledge, I'm always thinking, how can I communicate this in the most simple way that everybody can understand? Okay, if I get knowledge, but it doesn't help anybody, it's pointless. So I'm always trying to get knowledge, not for my own ego, for my own head, uh, but to help more people, and for people to help more people. That's, you know, that's the only reason to get knowledge, in my opinion, and that's exactly what I've received from these scientists and these mentors of mine that know so much about glutathione. And I think what's amazing um, about working with these uh, scientists and mentors of mine is that they're always learning. They're always learning. For example, a good mentor of mine, uh, Jim Spencer, he lives in uh, Florida. He reads over 40 articles, new articles every day on glutathione. And he's been learning about glutathione for the past 20 years. That reminds me, I have to keep learning about glutathione therapy. Dr. Jimmy Gumman, he's obviously on the same page. He reads more than 40 articles per day on glutathione. And so I'm always trying to see and look, okay, how can I get better with my knowledge? You know, because I think one of the best skills, you know, we could be the whole day just talking about entrepreneurship and and you know, mindset and all that. But one of the most important skills of an entrepreneur or someone with authority, or someone that that wants to help a lot of people, okay, is they have to shift all the time, okay? And how do you shift all the time? Well, by learning, by learning and relearning and then learning again. And you only do this, you you only learn when you have the desire to learn, okay? When you're, when you know that you don't know everything, then you're always learning. That's first. Second, you relearn when you know that, hey, what I knew a year ago wasn't correct or wasn't accurate, let me fix this. And we always have to be in this learning, relearning in health and in business. And I've learned that with my mentors. I've learned that by personal development. I've learned that from my business mentors. We always have to be learning and relearning. You know, Because what works this year, Evan, as a business owner, is not going to work next year. Convinced. And that's okay. But that's okay if you have this mentality. If you think, oh, this track is going to work forever, you're going to fail and you're gonna feel really bad. So we always have to be in health and in business. We have to be learning. We have to be willing to relearn because times are different. So we always have to be, like a mentor of mine says, John Maxwell, we always have to leader shift. Leader shift is shifting, shifting time, shifting strategies so that we can help more people. That makes sense to me. I mean, I, I love that answer. I don't really have any. It's
0: rare that I don't, but I <laughs> I don't have anything to add to that. I just enjoyed that answer a lot. Now, I want to take a different turn with this because I know you know we have a really loyal um, audience base, and I can just tell that with the numbers. You know, we just kind of steadily increase over time, but those people stay and they consistently listen. So I think any time that we have an opportunity to give something fresh or a new perspective, it's good. So, guys, if you were here for mainly the health stuff, I think honestly this is probably where you can call it. However. However, before I talk about anything else, though, I want to go a little earlier than normal because we still have 10 minutes left. Um, my friend, where can people find you? Where, where can they, like, order this product? I mean, give me all your handles and everything that you want people to know. And, of course, I'll put those in the show notes as well.
1: Yep. So my personal website is This Is Jonko. Okay? So Jonko is my nickname. So this is Janko, G-I-A-N-C-O dot com. That's where you can find my store. You can find my social media links, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, you can also send me an email with questions on the product, question on what you want to know. You can just send me also an email to say hi. I'm cool about that. Um, and then with this, is how I prefer to help people. Okay, Evan, and you know, for everybody that's listening, I want everybody who, everyone who's listening and wants to try this product. Okay, I want you not to like the product. I want you to be obsessed with the product. I want you to become a raving fan customer. How do you do this? Well, you do this when you have someone with knowledge like me that knows what's going to be best for you. So if you're interested in this product, go to that website, send me an email consultation or so, or send me a DM through social media and let's have a conversation. Now, if you're like, you know what, Jonko, I appreciate the invitation. Now I really don't want to talk. I just want to get the product. Okay. If you're one of those cool, just go to my company website. So I'm going to spell it out. It's I M M U N O T E C dot com slash. This is Jonko. You can find the products there. You can find immunocomunicoplatum. You can find, you know, like all kinds of stuff. Okay. And then, you know, you could just buy and get in. Hopefully, you get a great result. So, those are the two ways that you can find me and the product. Awesome. Okay, so you guys know where to go.
0: It will be in the show notes as well. But this is the different turn I want to take. And I don't want people, if you're still listening, I don't want you to ignore this because who is really listening to our podcast, my friend? It is people who are dealing usually with severe health challenges or they're functional health practitioners already. It's two types of people. And even if I never had that entrepreneurial spirit What I have realized is in today's world, if you are dealing with severe health issues and you are just someone who's prone to that, the best thing you could ever do, one of the best things at least, I don't know if I would maybe say this is number one, but the best thing, one of the best things you could ever do is get your own paycheck written by yourself. And I mean, become self-employed, become an entrepreneur or have the ability to work from home. Because you need to control a lot of your life and environment if you need to be living a pretty unique life because you have health challenges. It makes sense, right? So uh, you are someone who, I mean, you're a relatively young guy. I mean, I don't know if this bio, I mean, I don't think this is out of date. May I ask, how old are you right now? I will be 24 next month. That's awesome, man. I'll be 26 at the end of this month. I think you might set the record as the youngest person on the podcast so far. (laughs) I think we just had a You know what? I know that you are because we just had a 24-year-old guy. So, yeah, you just uh, reset that record. That's
1: No, no, just kidding.
0: (laughs) No, but that's awesome because the wisdom and experience that you're coming with, if someone's listening, they never would have known that age thing. You'd think you're listening to like a 40-year-old professional that's been doing this for decades. Thank you. But I know that age does not matter. I know it's total BS. I know it. Because when you have this shift in your mindset and you're willing to do the work and go out there and get it done, anything can happen. So what would your advice be? I'm going to actually go an entrepreneurship route for you. What would your advice be to someone who's just starting out? Like they know that they need to get their life under control. They know that they need to work for themselves or from home because otherwise they're never going to be able to get where they want health wise. How do you even start that? How do you gain the courage? I mean, give us anything you got.
1: I once heard. This saying, and I heard it recently, I'm going to share it to all of you. And I think this is the best tip I can give to anybody who wants to be an entrepreneur or is an entrepreneur. Be stubborn in the vision and flexible in the process. That is gold, my friends. Because this is exactly like, if if there were no books, no podcasts, this is the only expression you have to know in podcasts. I'm sorry. if, If this is the only expression you would have to know as a business owner, you would succeed. Why do you have to be stubborn in the vision? Well, because in the beginning, you won't make a million dollars. You won't make a million dollars the first month. You probably won't make it the first year. Okay, if you make it the first year, then fantastic. But that's usually not the case. But when you're stubborn in the vision, it means that you see failure as your friend. Why? Because in this vision, you're going to try a lot of new things and you're going to fail 100%. If this happened to you, good it happens happen to you and if it hasn't happened to you it has to happen you have to see failure as your friend how do you see failure as your friend when you learn from it quickly and when you learn from others people's failures quickly and so in this vision you have to be stubborn about it because if you don't if you let failures get to you you're gonna quit and in the vision no more so being stubborn in the vision means Seeing failure and understanding that failure is not your enemy. It is your friend. And whenever you see failure as your friend, you're going to start to grow mentally. And entrepreneur is all about growth and contribution. If you're growing and you're contributing, you're a successful entrepreneur. If not, if if you're not doing that, you're not going to be successful. That's the first thing. Be stubborn in the vision by, seeing, by understanding that failure is your friend. Second, be flexible in the process. Evan and I just talked about that. You have to learn and relearn. Okay, what I did in the beginning is not what I'm doing now. Why? Well, because what I did in the beginning, a lot of it didn't work, honestly. And some of it did, but it just doesn't apply nowadays. So you have to have this mindset. You know, I was just thinking, again, you know, I'm not sure if you, you Evan, or the audience, if you guys are Apple, Android fans, it doesn't really matter. We, we live in a world where there's amazing technology. But I've always been an, um, an Apple fan since I'm young. And I remember when the first iPhone came out. And I, for me, it was the latest and greatest thing. And, you know, I was always like, how can we, you know, how can Apple get better in business and in technology? Now, I'm thinking, I'm like, can can you imagine the the first CEOs, for example, like Steve Jobs, thinking that, okay, we we made this one iPhone. We're not going to make a new one again. Can you imagine if if you would have done that, Apple would have not existed anymore? But they understood that they had to keep innovating to be on top of the game. And now there's been more than 13, 14 iPhones, Okay this is how we have to think in our mindset. If we think, oh, we're the latest, greatest thing in a year, we're not going to succeed. So you have to always feed your mind and develop new strategies. And when I say, you know, principles won't ever change. Okay. And there are certain principles in business. There are certain principles in your business. Okay. That apply that will never change. Never, 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 never. But there are a lot of strategies you have to tweak it up. And if you don't, you're going to be so behind. So this is part of being flexible in the process, okay? And again, once you start a division and you see failure as your friend, then this creates a domino effect. And then you start to be flexible in the process. So understand, again, if we want to do this here, or if you're doing now, if it's working, it might work next year. It might not. Now, if it doesn't work next year, are you going to freak out? Are you going to say, what's happening? No, because then you're not going to succeed, and Evan and I don't want that for you. So feed yourself, feed your mindset, invest in yourself. The best investment will always be yourself. So so make yourself and business a priority when it comes to reading books, listening, for example, to these podcasts. These podcasts are gold, and they're free, okay? You, you know, I mean, you don't have to pay for, for this podcast channel. Evan and the company is giving you this for free. So re-listen to this as many times as you want. Feed your mind, okay? That's the amazing part of being – And living in these times, you can just tap and find this podcast and feed yourself with so many golden nuggets between you and I, okay? So be stubborn in the vision by seeing failure as your friend and be flexible in the process by always feeding yourself, investing in yourself, and trying new strategies. I think that if you just do what I just mentioned to you, I cannot imagine you not being successful.
0: I love that, man. I, I hope they replay just that answer, if nothing else. I mean, that's a great uh, way to kind of wrap up here. The one thing I'll add to that, and maybe you've heard this quote before, because I know some people, man, I just, I feel like the biggest thing that holds them back is this perceived risk, which is so ironic to me because there's always like a risk in entrepreneurship. They say that's like different than the whole job thing. I'm like, what Is there not an entrepreneur running the company that you're getting your paycheck from? Like there's always a risk. It just exists. And one of the best things I ever heard was Jim Carrey, famous comedian, you know, everyone knows him. And he talks about his dad who was actually apparently a gifted comedian as well, but chose a job as an accountant. Now guys, oh my goodness. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with being an accountant. We all need accountants in our lives. That's not what I'm saying. An accountant is a bad thing when you have a different gift. And it's not numbers and you're supposed to be doing that gift, but you're not doing it. And Jim Carrey said that he watched his dad devastated because he was so scared to go do that job. And then you know what? He lost his accountant job um, when Jim was a kid. And he realized you can fail at something you don't want. So why would you not go out and do something that you love? I mean, it's just like, wow. Like, how do we not think like that? So that's... um. That's the only thing I'll add to that at all. And uh, we do have one signature question that we end with on the podcast. And I I feel like I might know what the answer is to this, but I don't want to prejudge it. So I'm going to go ahead and ask anyway. And the question is, if you were given a magic wand and you could get every single person in this world to do one
1: thing for their health, what's that one thing you'd get them to do? Like you said, you know the answer. Raise your <laughs> glutathione levels, okay? You know, I was just talking to you know to Doctor Jimmy Gutman, and he told me that he expects the next five to ten years for glutathione to be as popular as vitamin C. Uh, you know, just the term, right? Uh, vitamin C, antioxidant, cholesterol. These th- these are words that everybody understands. Not everybody understands glutathione. So, the number one thing for your health. Again, any treatment, any diet you have, cool. I respect that. Awesome. But there's one thing I have to tell you. Raise your glutathione levels. And I know everything you do extra, they're going to love that you're raising glutathione.
0: Pretty impressive and interesting stuff, huh? I always try to tell people because, and I said this in the beginning, but listen, it's been you know, 50 plus minutes now. It's worth mentioning one last time before we head off here. When I got into this space about eight years ago, and I think this is something that everyone goes through. It is very easy to get attached to one thing or find something that works pretty well and then think that's the end-all be-all. I am not suggesting for one second that Gianco thinks that. I'm suggesting this for the sake of our listeners because we need to always keep in mind that although this story with him and his mom is absolutely incredible, the truth of the matter is you could go take this thing and it does nothing for you. And in a small percentage of people, it could actually probably make you even worse for a variety of reasons. Just like any product. I'm not saying this product specifically. I'm saying any product. So don't get discouraged if it's one of those first two options. All right? And also don't go in with the mindset that just because this miraculous thing happened for someone else, that it's going to happen in the same way. That's very rarely the case with just one thing. However, I'm someone who's learned a lot more about glutathione. I will say this over the last couple of years. And I do think It's a very important thing for a lot of people and I think it's something that we're not, I don't want to say getting enough of because it's not uh, literally consuming this or ingesting it directly. But I think our bodies in general cannot keep up with the uh, production necessary for our modern worlds. So it's something to look into and it's something to think about. Now if you guys enjoy the information that we share, you know what I'm going to ask. What am I going to say? If you haven't done so already, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. All you got to do is search for the Health Detective Podcast by FDN Thrive Mm -hmm. right on over there. And leave us that five-star review. If you want to leave a few kind words, then we would love you even more than we already do. I'm looking forward to talking to you guys again soon. But until then, take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Health Detective Podcast. If you are ready to finally work with a real health detective on your health journey so that you can get well and stay well naturally, visit us at fdmthrive.com
1: and click the Get Started Here button.